This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. He's trying to push me to put an Islanders jersey in my home. I won't do that. A signed Islanders Rick DiPietro jersey. I'll write a nice little message on it. I would not do it. You're a bad guy. No. Tyler Lockett starts doing some shows with us. He says, RJ, I'd love to send you a 16 Lockett signed jersey. Put it up in your man cave. You doing that? You act like it was just some schmo. We're doing some show. In your man Stop, cave. Stop on the table. No, I shot him. I want to shot I'll like you've never seen. I'll be Miyagi. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. David Ortiz jersey to put up in your man cave. You'd want that? Why not? It's memorabilia. You're a slut to the memorabilia is what you're saying. <laughs> on 98.7 ESPN. Another great movie. It's a movie-themed day. I love it. Love it. I was saying this to Cassie the other day. We watched that crazy movie where... When is this coming back, by the way? Cobra Kai. I don't know. Hasn't been around in years. Well, I never even got into it. You, ne- you never watched no. it? No. It's good. Get is, is Milo yeah. old enough? Uh, is he old enough to watch it? To watch Cobra Kai? Yeah. Would it be like if I showed him all the karate kids and then transition into Cobra Kai? I be think fine? so. He's eight. He's eight. I think so. Okay. I you probably want to start karate chopping and kicking all over the place. Uh, yeah, but he already does that anyway. Yeah, but that's... All right, so you're fine. Yeah. But the original Karate Kid, awesome. 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 I told you, we had... I would, uh, he was in the uh, wise room passing out cards. Macho. Yeah, Macho signed. Has anybody aged better than Ralph Macho? Mm, yeah. Rob Lowe. Lowe looks great. Oh. Clooney. Clooney. But Stamos. Pitt. Yep. But Macho, uh, yeah, but I would put very, him in, very, yeah, youthful very youthful. Look, but I wouldn't put him in the Rob Lowe no, no. category. I don't think, and this is no disrespect. You don't think he's handsome? No, no. I, I think he's, he's. I do think he's handsome. I don't think he's at the level of of no. some of those other guys. Just doesn't look as good as them. But I, I'm saying how he's aged. Like Ralph Macho, I think is in his sixties. Yeah, probably. He lo- he looks. Amazing. He does. If I said to you, "How old is Ralph Macchio?" You would not say sixty. Whatever. He's sixty-two. Wow. You would never. I would say probably he's not 62. say sixty-two. No. You'd say he. Lo- I, mean, I will say though, I have a hard time with ages. Though. I'm very good with ages. I'm not very good with ages. No. Like I can't tell how old people are. How old do you think Raymond looks? I mean, you know, so that's not fair. I would say Raymond probably looks somewhere in like his early thirties. Early thirties. Yeah. So you're you're a decade off. Uh, Ray's going to be forty. I know. Soon. That's a big birthday coming up for me. Right. And you think RJ looks early 30s? The guy at the yoga place thinks I was 21. Stop. I swear to God. Come on. But you know, he told my wife I was 21. Stop. I'm just telling you. You know what he, you know what he's looking for? More money. A signed jersey. I, they would put it up. Well, why don't you do that? They would absolutely put it up. But that would be great. I'm a terrific customer. I David believe Ortiz that. jersey to put up in your man cave. You'd want that? Why you not? Are, it's memorabilia. You're a slut to uh. the memorabilia is what you're saying. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, I don't know if you had to tell him that, but the man, he wants some stuff for his man cave. Well, they make him a bad guy. Plenty of NFL players that have you know, friends on teams that they don't like that they put okay. their jerseys everywhere. Nothing annoys me more than when these guys you like the jersey swap. No, no, I, I think it's disgusting. So you've just played a hard fought game, you lost, and oh, Odell, can I have yeah, your jersey? I don't like it it's brutal. Yeah, I don't like it either. It's brutal. I would do that. I would if I if I ever wanted something signed or something, I would do it like before. 
Or, or I would I tell the I would, right no, I would just so, I would just tell the equipment manager. Yeah, like hey, can you do me a favor? Just can you totally stick n- no or issue with that? You got to get together. You just lost 24-21. They score a seventy yard touchdown in the last play of the game. It's like oh, can I give you jersey? Yeah, no, it's disgusting. See, we would do all that stuff the pre- like the day before we would do. All I don't that. have an issue with it happening. No, no, but I'm it's just saying the timing like, of it. it well, I don't know me. if it's listen. I mean, we would do it if you went into a city where your buddy was on the team that you were playing against. They, you would know like the day before. I would see you. Maybe we'd have dinner together. But as far as what was going to happen on game day, there was not going to be. So you agree with the me? same? Yeah, I don't like that stuff either. Like, but I would have to put myself into into a state of mind where I hated, like I even do when I coach. Like I first like I don't know I don't know who the other coach is. Yeah, but by the time the game you starts, hate, you hate them. I don't like them. That's what I do as a fan. I watch these games. It's like guys. Like if if I watch, I don't Seattle now. I have I don't really love Pete Carroll, but I, but like Geno Smith. Yeah, but you find a reason to hate them. I I would find mm-hmm. a reason for them to be public enemy number one. Like I hate these teams. I mean Washington, Dallas, Philly. I hate them regardless. But like, I like the Lions. I like, like, I love. Yeah, Dan but if Campbell. your team's playing against, you if, would hate but their if guts. the Giants are playing the Lions, Ugh. I would find a way for Dan Campbell to be public enemy number one. Hate him. Well, you know what it is though, and I think this is why we're we're similar in this is that I hate to lose more than anything in the yes. world. There's not like honestly in anything. I hate it more than anything. I agree. There's no worse feeling. It is the worst. In, oh. in anything. I don't like to lose in anything. Nothing. Like, there's not one thing. Like, it, it could be like, just like... I agree. Like, hey, like, let's race to here. If I lose, piss. You ever hear the story about Tom Brady? They were playing, I think, chess or checkers in the locker room, and he was on the verge of losing. He like flipped he, it. And he just went crazy. I used to live Monopoly. I used to get, if I was losing, pff, flip it. I used it. to love Monopoly. It's a very long game. Oh, it's a long game, yeah. Very long game. Let's go to Evan and Queen. Say good morning. Hey, Evan, you're on 98.7. What up, guys? Uh, so I was going to ask about the Knicks. I know yep. that's a little off topic. No, no, no. There's no off topic. You're welcome. Go ahead. All right. Sounds good. So let me ask you guys something. I love this trade for the Knicks. I think OG can be the third best player on our championship team. I think Brunson can be the second best player on our championship team. They just need to land the one star. <laughs> so, so, so Brunson yeah, is the second best player, up. and Anobi is yeah. the third best player. They're only looking for an absolute superstar to carry them to a, t- yes. a championship. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's the situation, in my opinion. So my question is, if that's the goal, to win a championship, not to you know get better, the goal is to win a championship, do you wait patiently for a disgruntled Embiid or disgruntled Luka to become available, which doesn't seem likely. Their teams are having good seasons, so it may be a few seasons before that happens. Or do you roll the dice and empty our clip of first-round picks on a slightly lesser player, like our old friend Donovan Mitchell, and just go for it? Well, you answer this for me. If you bring in Donovan Mitchell and you have Brunson as your two and Ananobi as your three, are you a championship team? I'd say no, but it could happen. No. I'd say a small chance. I don't think so. I would say you're not a championship team and now you've emptied the arsenal. If it's me, I am, I'm waiting for I wait. the huge chip, the huge piece. I was listening to uh, some of what Woj was talking about. Because, I mean, this is a, a substantial move. The, that caught, I think, a Ananobi lot of us. The, the, yeah, the time, especially Huge. the timing of it, right? I mean, so and Wolves was saying, like, what's the plan for the next year as we move forward? Is you know, as we get closer to the deadline here, like, I mean, are, is there a team now with a different, different aprons involved with the NBA, and how hard it is if you get to a certain apron to build to build your team moving forward that decides they need a player they really like, but just financially doesn't make sense? Is there a player like that that they want to move on from that the Knicks swoop in? To make themselves, and, right. and it's not. I'm not saying that's the the ultimately the big move, but makes them better and gives them a better opportunity this season to do, 
you know, more damage. Oh, I'm not opposed to, to making a move no, to get but better. To, to his point, and then there's there's the big move. And A, do they have enough assets? And he believes they do with all the first round picks because that's those are very important commodities Wolves right now. Believes that. Wolves believes okay. that. And then, you know, do you have a disgruntled superstar that goes through this season and into the playoffs, things don't work out the way that they want and feel like, okay, writing's on the wall, it's not gonna work here, I gotta move. We gotta get in touch with Kyrie. Say, like, do your thing. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, there's, there, and then when you look at free agency, there I got a name are, for you. Kawhi? Nope. Devin Booker. Kevin Durant, already you've heard rumblings that he's not I unhappy. would love Devin Booker, yeah. Right? I would love Devin and Booker. Kevin Durant is not a young guy. Nope. They were talking about Durant on the K show yesterday. I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want Durant. I wouldn't. Okay. I would. Okay. I would take KD. Are you nuts? So you would mortgage everything for Kevin for Durant? For KD, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You think you're going to win a championship? Uh, I have a much better chance with KD. Oh, absolutely. You have a KD. much better chance. Don't you regret not coming to the yes. Much better chance. Well, but I mean, this, seriously, like, look at some of the free agents. Like, I mean, you have the opportunity. Like, we'll see what happens. I mean, they, they figured it out in, in L.A. with the Clippers, but Paul George is a free agent. He's got a player option, but he'll be a free agent. Kawhi's got a player option. Paul George is but not he could leading be a free you agent. to a championship as your best player. No, no, but I, I mean, he's going to, like, those Kawhi with Brunson. I Kawhi mean, could. And you're also talking, so... But do you I just tr- don't do you know. Trust like, Kawhi um, to stay healthy. Well, he has. He has stayed healthy this year. He this has. season, and, and they're having a hell of a season. And he's a terrific. Be- I mean, he's a terrific player. So if Durant, if the Durant, I don't know, experiment, whatever you want to say, if if that doesn't work out, and Booker wants out of there, that would be my guy. Yeah. Well, but that's again, you're at the, you're on the, the problem with that, which has been the problem the entire time, is that you're waiting, you're set up, but that's now, who you are right now. I get it. You're it's in a holding the, pattern. Right. You're circling the airport. At hoping point, that somebody is That's right. Is that's, disgruntled that's at some point. I'm, I'm telling you, I like Donovan Mitchell. If you bring Donovan Mitchell and lose Julius Randle, you are not winning a championship. No, you're, I agree you're not. with you. I agree with you. But I think the move that they made makes them better right now, which is good. I agree with that. Listen, I, have no, I don't love losing Emmanuel quickly, but... You traded a lot, though. You did. Like you, you can't look at this. And, I mean, everyone, I'm surprised, very surprised that everyone is of the mindset of... This is a great trade for the Knicks. That's pretty much what we've gotten since well, we started yesterday. Well, I think that, that most people were, running was in the wall for a lot of people with, with R.J. Barrett. That he was never going to be, like, eyes were now wide open. He but, was not going to be... homegrown kid, which matters right. typically I to think, people. Dude, I think what, what people thought, me included, was that these would be two players at the at the center of whatever big deal was going to happen. Like, the deal. Right. Would include... Right. And I guess Woj is saying they two. have enough ammunition... Aside from those two guys, to still swoop in and make right a with big first deal. round picks and Julius. Okay, all right. So then, if well, they can, we'll that'd be great. Listen, we'll see. But I mean, again, you're waiting for one of the superstar players to be upset with their current situation, which, which happens, which does happen. I mean, Damian but Lillard the, this offseason, right? Happens. But then they're going to want to have to choose the Knicks. Well, I mean, and now you're also talking. Yeah, they can say they want to choose choose the Knicks, just like Dame Lillard said he wanted to be in Miami. But when push comes to shove, if there's also another team that has. Right. More. Would they rather go to Miami? Would they rather go to Boston? Would right. They rather that also go to has the opportunity right. that you could be that missing piece. So, I mean, there is going to be, it's not going to be just like, hey, whatever disgruntled player, it's going to be the Knicks and only the Knicks. There'll be other teams that are interested in Absolutely. the but same do, thing. But do the other teams have the same amount of, of leverage and well, picks well, that was the, the thing, Knicks have? Well, but that was the thing with Miami. They couldn't offer enough to make it worth right. Portland's time. And now he goes into a great situation because he's playing with Giannis. It is such a good situation. And it was great for Milwaukee because Giannis wanted them to prove that they were all in to win a championship. And now he's going to stay there. And we, we had these pipe dreams that maybe Giannis would be that guy, which unfortunately yeah, is not going to Yeah, and the happen. same with Embiid. 
And now you look at what Philly's doing. Right. So, uh, Jeremy Brooklyn. Let's say good morning. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. Honestly, guys, I've been listening for years. I'm an Uber driver now, so uh, we're not now, but I've been listening for years, and I finally had to call in just because I'm tired of the same thing. Every And it's across all sports. Every single time that we bring in a star, whether it's KD or Harden or Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, like whatever team, whatever sport, it's always the same thing where we have this pipe dream, whether we're going to win the next like the year coming uh, up or that year that they come in. And it never happens. It always ends a disaster every single time. And for some reason, it always seems to be New York as well. So I'm just tired of it. I don't think it's going to work. If KD comes to the Knicks, I will put my life on it. That is, it's going to be a disaster. So I, I just, I don't See, I know. disagree I, with that. I, I, don't, I don't think it would be a I don't disaster. agree with that. I don't agree with that. I think that I think the comparison that you made is not a bad one. Just because when mm-hmm. when the Nets went all in for KD and Kyrie, they gave over control of the organization to KD and Kyrie, well, which was their mistake. Having the Jets kind of done that right, too. That's why I'm saying this, it's very comparable. But right. I think KD coming to like say it was KD that was disgruntled in Phoenix and ends up on the Knicks. The Knicks are actually well run now. Yeah, it's amazing. Right, and it's actually it would be a. A situation that KD would be happy to be a part of, so he wouldn't. They wouldn't say, "Hey, KD, we're so desperate to get you here. Take over the team." They'd be like, "Hey, this is what we got. We feel like you are the missing piece, mm-hmm. and we can win a championship here." How old is Kevin Durant? Uh, Kate, thirty-five. Uh, I'll take his. I'll take his thirty. Yeah, yeah no, second. I understand. Uh, he's thirty-five. Be thirty-six in September. So you get this full season, he's thirty-five. Starting next season, thirty-six. Mm-hmm. There was rumblings recently that he was unhappy in, I'll in, take his, uh, in Phoenix. He's just under 30. He's got uh, 29 Oh, he's nine, a great score. 6-6. Six six. He's one of the great scorers in the history of basketball. Shooting almost 53%. It's a, he's a great Dude, scorer. He's, I would take him on uh, I just worry about injury with him and age with him. Like, how, how many... If that's your yeah, big well, dude, move... you know what? If, here, here's what it comes down to, though, bro. It is... Uh, I can't believe I just said that to you, but... What, bro? Yeah, yeah that's not like weird. me. Um, is... It's a helpless feeling. That's the problem. You're not in control of this. That's what I don't like. And I'm sure that's what a lot of Knicks fans don't like. It's like you're sitting here waiting around, but you have no control of what's happening. Okay, but you're still good as you no, sit and you I wait. Under, I understand that. But the what what's you know the the ultimate goal is a championship, right? Of and course. we all recognize that this this iteration of the team is probably not a championship caliber they team. Clearly, are not. And what we're looking for, we have no control of. Like that's someone else's decision. Like that's it's not like you're waiting for the next you know elite player to shake free that has to be unhappy like it's, that's, that's, so we have no control it, 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 of that. but that's what the nba is guys become unhappy and force they well, no, are unless out of their you unless you have the ability to draft and develop superstars well, and uh, there are teams and you've had opportunities that you missed on uh, which is the other thing that drives you crazy like tyrese halliburton is turning himself into a superstar sga is a superstar player and you took kevin knox how about this sga third favorite to win the mvp yeah, this does year does that right surprise now. you no he's a great it's a player stud This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I still don't know why we never play the feud. I do like the feud. Well, because I don't think people like the feud as much as oh, fair, they like but why couldn't stump. we also incorporate the feud? Well, because we don't have enough time. Well, RJ, oh, RJ, yes, Dave. Um, we're not far off from around the league and previewing the games from going away. Yeah, we're getting there. A couple what, weeks. What happens when those go away? What happens on the Monday and the Friday? Well, we're we're open to ideas. The the Monday, how do you, how do you feel about the feud? The feud could could be reinserted. Uh, Fridays have typically been when football's over. How do you feel about, is this the real college? I don't know that that could carry a segment. I don't think that carries a full segment. perpetuity, right? No, but you could come up with some colleges on the spot. I I feel like you've done it in the past. No, he just, he rhymes, (laughs) he rhymes the college with just colleges. No, I rhyme Latorno with the other rhyming (laughs) name. The Shorno and everything else. Because my computer froze. Hammers, Latorno. (laughs) And here's where it goes sideways. Lawarno. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or Lashorno. That's the equivalent of my computer froze. You can you can hear when the computer, computer you froze. Can, you can actually hear when the computer freezes. Yeah, but could you imagine like, oh, why, why didn't you get the play call in? You called a, a double reverse, uh, triple pass when we just needed it. It was on the one yard line. It was like, there was a smudge on my play sheet. Because <laughs> no, it rhymed with the play that we called. <laughs> what did you want me to say? Like Wayne? Boogaloo. <laughs> Earl Ham. <laughs> Before oh, you go to bed I every night, like you, should, you should thank God for me. Uh, yeah, every Nazareth day. to bone. <laughs> every single day, I do. Nazareth. Hands and knees. Thank you for Dave. Thank you. Once the pylon, the other one pushing the ball downfield when we can, and he's thrown accurate. Sorry, go ahead. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I owned it. What do you want me to say? Rick accidentally hit a, a button? It was no, me. Because I don't, I don't mess around with the mouse when we're doing an interview. <laughs> I'm not searching things on, on Twitter. You know what Dave would tell you, though? That's why he's a fantasy football champion. Right. Oh, I got to show you a video. Oh, I, I, I mean, I got a, like a personalized video from Field Yates about my team. No, you didn't. O- okay. Field, why would Field Yates send you a video? I, I, I don't know. Did Nuno ask him to do it? I tell, me you you. Asked, tell me you asked Nuno to get Field Yates to do a video for you. Uh, I, I asked nobody. And I got... Here. You watch this. So it's, gonna, like, it's like winners get a Field Yates what, video? How did, he get, how did he get in touch with you? Watch, watch that. I've never seen this before. Yeah, well, watch it. It's beautiful, is what it is. Why? This feels generic. Does this always yeah. happen? This feels generic. Watch it. This is a generic. That's not generic. I think it's made specifically for me. Does he no, say, it does he say yeah. Dave, congratulations? I always believed in no. your team. Keep watching. Great My great successes. 
It's the same guy who ducks you on where he went to college. Put that, put that, because he knows he can't win. Put that close. The question now is, can you do the exact same thing next year? I can't feel. Back for a back-to-back championship. Uh-huh. Well, before we find out that part, let's go ahead and take a look back. How very nice of Phil to do this, Ken. He wants to look back at my, at my success. Now what's it, Joey? Champions. Yeah. This, oh, this, this next head, year head was neck and neck. Team yeah. name champions. You know, my, this is no, no, no. It's not. It's not Field doing. It's the app that does it, and Field has the generic congratulations. Oh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's embarrassing. <laughs> the point is, is that it was made for my chicken. Did you get something like that? You're eight and six. Stop it. Champions. Champions. Did you get something like that? No, no, I didn't. RJ, did you get this Field Yates video? This next year is going to be awful. Raymond, you you're not even equipped to play fantasy football. Did nope. Winthrop get it? No. Candelmo, no. How does this happen? Hurley, no. Congratulations on your canned Field Yates video. Pusick, no. Oh, you shouldn't have even gotten in. Mitchell, no. <sighs> you know who got it? I got it. Because I'm a champion. I got it. Everyone that ri- won. See, this is the risk you run with. Everyone you, that you... won an ESPN fantasy app got that. This is this is what I'll, I'll never I'll never play in a league with this guy. Never. This is you, the risk you, you run because you won't win. No, this is the risk you run. It, like that if, if certain things fall at the end, he you you were you were a catch at 19 yards away from not even being in the playoffs. Right. And this happens. That's how close it is. It's very fickle. But once I got to the postseason, I turned it on. My juggernaut of a team exploded and destroyed Hurley and Candelmo. Is what happens. This is gross. And now that now and now you it, have to live. You all have to live with we, it. We all have to hear it. All of us have <laughs> to suffer. me. That's right. Thanks, guys. Sorry, Ray. they can't. Raymond. You should really be angry at them because they couldn't stop me. They couldn't stop me. <laughs> I'm now a, a champion. Champion. Uh, you know, I've heard of sore losers, but good. Like, well, what do they call the the? It, it's not a sore winner because you're not sore. You know what I might? Like, no, he's probably sore. I am sore actually. You know what I might bring in? I might bring in. Would you guys enjoy a victory cigar with no, me tomorrow? No. You don't smoke cigars. Well, I would. I vomit everywhere. I, I would start. No, you wouldn't. I used to smoke cigars. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Stop. I'm telling you. Cigarellos, I bet. <laughs> I started with the Cigarello in high school. and <laughs> I, could and see, I could see Dave hitting the black and mild cigars. Yes. And have smoked some nice cigars in my day. Ugh. I really have. Donnie's Pike. a big cigar guy. Yeah, but he quit because it's just very unhealthy. Uh, yeah. He quit a long time ago. He did. I think he quit like a decade ago I think ago he now. just chew on him for a little bit, too. It's really a very unsanitary yeah. habit. Let's go to uh, Kevin in, in the big rig. Hi, Kev. You're talking to DiPietro. Hi, DiPietro and the fantasy football champion. Hi, Kev. Morning, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, back to talking about football earlier. I called in because you inspired a question within me uh, when you were talking about the Eagles and sitting players versus not sitting players. On the last game of the season, in order to preserve the integrity of fair play in the playoffs and everything, why isn't every game at the same time, like at 4 o'clock, no, but what they've done, Kevin, is actually put the games that kind of are, are competing with each other at the same time. So if, uh, if, if the Cowboys played at one and the Eagles played at four, that would make no sense because then the Eagles know that there's nothing they can gain. But by playing at the same time, and they are, if you look, those games that are linked together are almost all at the same time. Because uh, well, that, you know, obviously that seems like an advantage to one team over another if they're play if they're both competing for a you know a playoff spot and then one team but how is it an, you know, an advantage for the cowboys if if they play at the same time as the eagles i don't i don't understand yeah i mean i well it's also the tv element it's combo. also the, the tv element involved you're not going to put all the games on at one o'clock right or at four o'clock well, i know the answer to everything is money but you know if we're talking about you know the last game of the season i just think every game should be at the exact same time no but i don't i don't 
I don't agree with that. I think how they have it is is fine. I mean, the Eagles need to play. The fact that we're having a discussion of the Eagles potentially not playing is ridiculous. Yeah, well, unless I right. I mean, in theory, I mean, uh, both games are at the same time. If Dallas loses, you win the division. Unless you feel like it's more important and you don't think Dallas is going to lose to give your guys rest. Makes no sense. Well, of course it makes no sense. It also doesn't make any sense that all of a sudden now everything has gone sideways with the Eagles. And you're hearing stories now about their locker room being a mess and everything else. I know. It's great. And they've won 11 games. Could you imagine if, if Kelsey... They've won 11 games. But how many of those games were like, they shouldn't have won I, Buffalo, they I shouldn't understand. have won Kansas City. And the entire time we gave them credit because good teams find ways to win close right. games. They've and now you four find their out, last five games. Right, but now you find out. I mean, this is it doesn't look... It didn't look the same. It hasn't looked the same. And a lot of people point to the fact that they lost both coordinators. Right? I mean, that was one of the things. Sure. But now you're also finding out that the, the chemistry in the locker room is not the same now. Um, two games Saturday this week, Pittsburgh-Baltimore, which has no meaning for Baltimore. Now, Baltimore not playing their guys, fine. They've earned That's the right the beauty to not, of wrapping up the number one seed. That's correct. Pittsburgh needs to play to, to win and get right. in. Uh, I'm surprised at how well Mason Rudolph is playing. It's, it's, an, it's another looks, guy, the third-string quarterback that comes in and looks good. And Kenny Pickett tried to put to rest the whole rumor that he didn't, that last week he refused to be the number the backup. two. Uh, this is a huge, Humongous. good game on Saturday night. Houston huge and Indy. Game. Winner in. You seen the number in that game? Uh, it's Houston by like a point? Yeah, on the road. I think it's a point and a half. Ryan Hurley's very upset. Uh, he's not happy with you. I, was, I wasn't going to bring that up. Why? Because you were kind of grooving. He's very upset. Uh, he does not seem happy with you. You know what's amazing, though? What? He says, also, you should give Gunling a cut of the winnings in addition to whatever you paid him earlier in the season for that trade. Yeah. I made the trade, and John Winthrop says to me, you have now buoyed Gunling to a championship. Thanks a lot. So. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's John saying it. Hurley never said it. Okay. Don't put, don't put words in Hurley's mouth. Why, why can't I just be looked at as, as like. No, because it's a no. I mean, I a, don't know. I'll tell you why. This is why you suck, okay? Because it's a, it's a no win proposition with you. Because you'll put on this like fake, like it doesn't bother me when you lose. Like, oh, no big deal. And then act like a complete jackwagon when you win. Yeah, so I we hate, gain, I hate we, losing. But we gain nothing, though. What do you mean we gain we nothing? We gain nothing. Because I, gain, you'll pretend I gain money. Like, no, yeah, you gain money. But when you lose something, you'll pretend like it doesn't really bother you. Well, because that's my so we way of deflecting. Right, but we don't really get the, desi- the desired effect. It doesn't bother you. And then when you win, you act like a complete idiot. Yeah. They're right. That's right. So we have nothing to gain, really. Sorry, except me being a, a champion. Champion, <laughs> champion. <laughs> I mean, a, a champion. Ugh. RJ, come on in. I'm going to show you a video. Field yeah. Yates made for me. Just for him. Yeah. Doesn't say his name once. Or his team name. RJ? Are you going to leave champions as your name moving forward? <laughs> Until I'm not champions, Until I'll be the unseated, champions. yeah. That's right. That's terrible. Sorry. You're going to have to live with it. Raymond, you want in the league? No, definitely not now. Not now. <laughs> definitely Why would he want the league now? I, I'm less inclined than ever before. Because you know that I'll beat you and then I'll, I'll dance on you. You're dancing anyway. Well, because I'm a champion. <laughs> How could I know? What do you want me to do? Thanks so much for the effort. It is gross. I won by 50 points. Yeah, why? Just can't. Why can't we celebrate you instead it, of you celebrating yourself like every I, day? It's like I won it's the something, Super Bowl. Something, something that has nothing to do with you. Nothing. That, that's that. No, that's not true. I put my. my he actually did. He actually did a pretty good job. This I put season. my. Do you see what I did at the 11th hour on Sunday? I did. I, what did I do? You're very active. <laughs> you have no idea. no idea. So I, I turn on the pregame for Chicago. I think you changed your kickers, didn't you? That's right. Yeah. I had Koo. Then you put in Santos. But the, no, I put no. in... Uh, Koo, what, what the hell happened to him? I don't know. He, he was the, the most right. accurate kicker in the NFL history, and now he can't make a kick. It's unbelievable. But I saw the weather in Chicago. Got rid of Koo, Fairbairn, four field goals. I know. 
Yeah, very active. Sometimes, I think he did a good job. It happens. It would have been nice if you allowed us to say, "Hey, good job." But dude. you know, you're a that ne- it would have never happened. Now you're just taunting champion. Champion, uh, champion. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Sent you guys all a text of my championship video. I see it. So if you want to watch it and see how I was able to uh, do what I did in fantasy this year, it's it's all there for everyone see, to see. I see a still shot of C.D. Lamb and Devontae, that guy's who's Amani, can't remember his name on there. Right. The guy's last name is Smith. <laughs> It's Smith. All right, let's get to the calls, and we have Stump Rothwer coming your way in a couple minutes. RJ, um, you saw the video. Did you feel proud of me in watching that video? It's quite the video. Very high production value. It touches on all the milestones right. for your season. You made a mention in my video, my championship uh, video. I had a, a very tight defeat over uh You had a win. Team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it doesn't mean anything now, but... Yeah, maybe that motivated your guys. Maybe that's the reason you ended up where you are. I think it's quite possible. Very possible. Let's go to uh, PBM Purple Belt Mike. Good morning, uh, Mike. How are you? Good morning. Shout out to the company. Um, so I wasn't going to do this, Dave, but RJ said I should. Oh, so RJ pushed you to do this. Go ahead. Um, I got to call you out on being a little bit of a fraud. Uh-huh. So the reason why I'm saying that you're a little fraudulent. First of all, I love you, Dave. And I love you as well. I don't feel good. I don't feel good about doing this, but I got to call you out a little bit. Okay. So, going back to the Jersey talk, um, if Rick paid you, then you would display his jersey. No. And the reason why I know that to be true uh-huh. is because you talk about how much you hate the Islanders over and over and over again. You'll never do anything for them. Right. But if they pay you to do reads, you do it. Well, that's different. First of all, I don't. It doesn't even exist. Yeah, you did it last year, or when they were in the playoffs. Well, they, I, I, but I, I didn't get. I didn't get paid. I didn't get paid for that. They. I. I mean, my bosses told me you have to do these reads. So I. I, 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 I was not. I was not sitting there in my in my living room doing the reads. Like it's part of my job. I don't. I don't think these are apples to apples at all, RJ. I think you led Mike down a horrendous path here. No, I don't. I don't think this is a good job by you at all, Mike. It, so uh, your job is telling you to do it. That's the same thing as being paid because your job pays you. It is apples to apples. It's no, the same no, thing. But, I, but my job is telling me you need to do these reads. What am I going to tell my bosses? No, I won't. I won't do these reads. I had to do them because it's your job. Okay, but this is that's, not that's my the job. Point. Had- the, the whole the whole point is if you were being paid to do it. Then you would do it. No, RJ. How did you? How did you tell him this was a, a, a good avenue to go with? Well, that's how he feels. He asked me if he should bring it up. I said, "Yeah, if you feel it's that a, way." It's, a, it's Mike. You're better than this. Uh, well, why don't? All right. So, so you see it one way. I see it the other. Why don't you throw up a poll? No, and then I'll admit I'm wrong. If, no, because you're, you're clearly wrong. People agree. I would never. I don't do think so. anything on my own volition, Islanders wise, ever. Ask Rick. They they delivered a gorgeous jersey. I gave it away. I wouldn't wear it. There's no reason for me to wear it. I am I am anti Islanders. All right. Well, you got anything else, Mike? Right. Real quick with the Jets. Yeah. And I feel like uh, Rick feels the same way. If the Jets win this weekend, right, I'm done. 
Now, I'm but, done. but now you're not. Yes, I am. I'm going to be done. You're not done. I understand. This is why I'll be done. This is why I'll be done. You, you will not be done. I you're you're, went you're lying to everybody listening to the show right now. You want them to lose. No, I get it. I You'll can't. be annoyed. I get it. There is no way if the Jets win this weekend, you're done with the Jets. There's no chance that that happens. This is why I'll be done. I want to hear this. I already went through 20-plus years of Tom Brady. If this gets them, Drake May, whoever, second overall, third overall, and I got 20 more years of torture, can't do it. I can't go through it. I already lived through this for 33 years. I had 20 yeah, years of Brady. Yeah, but you don't know. I can't put my... You don't I know that Drake May is going to be. He could be the next... Uh, right, but you also... I mean, you don't know Trubisky. if Bill Belichick's going to be the coach. You well, don't know it, the next coach like he's not be. going to. I understand that you don't want it's them to the win. It's the Jets. Oh, it's come the Jets. on, Mike. This Whatever is a, the Jets do is going to be bad. This this might have been the worst take ever from Mike. Yeah, but bad? I mean, there is there is the mindset though. From I mean, myself included, that that would be our luck. Yeah, and that is would that suck. we finally we finally end the streak. The, you you want to lose? I get it. You don't want them to get the quarterback that they want. I get it. Saying you would no longer be a Jets fan, you'd be done, is just a it's a ridiculous thing to say. I got to say something right now, mm-hmm. okay? And, and I know you're you're just in the zone right now. <sighs> and this is not easy for me to say. Okay. Okay? Just because you've been a real pain in the ass today. I didn't believe you at first. Right? I didn't believe you. I, I didn't know. think I didn't think that was a personalized message from Field Yates. I uh-huh. didn't. Right? Thought it was a joke. But you become so big <laughs> that people heard and they wanted to be a part of this. It's a little surprise for you right now. Really? Yep. RJ, bring him on. You got Field Yates on the line. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, bring him on. He's on right now. Where is he? Do you ever? Do you ever? Field. Do you ever? Field Yates! Rothenberg. Wow. Good morning. Good morning. I got your message, your personalized message to me, Field. I love it. I've played it four times so far. We played it on air. I played it to our great producer, RJ. Thank you so much for that. It means the world to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about it long and hard. I spent really the entirety of the football season deciding what I was going to say. I'm not much of a, I'm a fashion guy, but I picked out my outfit specifically for something that I thought would be appealing to you, you know, you being the fashion icon that you are. Right. I mean, I worked hard on that video. So uh, probably the most laborious 20 seconds of my entire ESPN career right there. Well, I, I love it. And it took so much, I mean, the sweat and the tears and everything that, that I had to pour in to be able to, <laughs> to win this. You understand what it's like. You're a fantasy football guy. Field and I used to host shows together. This is a big time guy that you, you, you procured here on the show. It's beautiful. I mean, you tell me, I mean, you tell me, and I feel like the two men on this show are better equipped than anybody to have this discussion, this debate, if you will, which, you know, debate, that's how we thrive now in the world of sports media. What's more difficult? Winning a fantasy football championship or grinding your entire life to become a professional athlete. I mean, th- that to me is a legitimate debate. I mean, you guys, you guys, I mean, you can go toe to toe on this one, but you, know, you just think about the, uh, the fortune that is needed to win a fantasy football championship. Just play the odds. How big was the league? Was it like a 12 team league? 12 team yep. league? 16? Yep. 12? I mean, I'm not much of a math guy, but that's less than 10% chance of winning. Your championship. I mean, just just play the odds there, and you know, I don't know. I got to figure one in four people become a professional athlete, right? So I feel like maybe this fantasy football championship is the crowning achievement of this show. 
<laughs> yeah. What do you say to that? Just see the smile on his face right now. Well, Field. of course, Field and I go way back, and he's he's a he's a good friend, and yeah, I appreciate yeah. this. Hey, Fields, listen, we yeah. love having you on the first draft podcast. Is uh, the name of your podcast, and it's excellent. And we honestly, we love draft coverage here. Do you have a minute or two to, to spend with us breaking things down, or do you have to run? No, I have a minute or two to talk with you guys anytime that you want. And you know, the reality is the only reason why I agreed to do draft coverage for ESPN is so that I can get a head start on the pipeline of these players, knowing where they went to college. I actually don't <laughs> care what kind of football player they are. I just want to know where they went. So that at one point, when you and I have a showdown of yep. epic portions, we go back and forth finding out or asking and, and revealing where players went to school, I'll just be prepared. I love it. All right, so walk me through, because now you th- Bo Nix, the draft stock is rising. Penix clearly rising. Drake May, Caleb yep. Williams, Jaden Daniels. How many first-round quarterbacks do you envision we're going to have in April? I think it's kind of a debate that we have every year in terms of how many first-round players in terms of you know, all things being equal in any draft, would they go in the first round? Or does their stock sort of rise artificially because of the position they play and the teams that might need that position, in this case, quarterback? So I would say that there are three players in Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, for me in that order that are unquestionably first-round quarterbacks, top five players in the draft, uh, top five picks in the draft. Then you've got probably two to three other quarterbacks that have a chance to go in the first round. I think Michael Penix, with the way that he has played, is obviously very much in that conversation. Bo Nix, who also had a sensational season and a great finish to his career with Oregon. And J.J. McCarthy is kind of a wild card, but if Michigan wins a national championship on Monday night and it's more on the strength of J.J. McCarthy than the defense or the running game, then obviously he's going to see his stock rise as well for clutch production. Penix is probably the most fascinating player right now, given how well he has played this season and what a masterful performance he put on this past Monday night. As I have told people several times, with Michael Penix Jr., you're going to have a decision you have to make. Are you comfortable or are you not comfortable with a player who will be 24 on May 8th, so about 10 days after the draft is over, and a guy who has two torn ACLs and two shoulder injuries in his rear view? That's something that we, as analysts and people that follow the draft, don't have to be as concerned about because if we make the pick, and it doesn't work out, it's not our responsibility, right? But obviously NFL teams and teams in all sports are going to carefully examine medical history, and doctors of their respective teams may say, hey, we're more comfortable with this than other. But what you can't dispute on Michael Penix, regardless of age and health history, is he had unbelievable performance this past Monday night and has shown that he has not just unbelievable accuracy, but the in-pocket mobility was just ridiculous on Monday night. The plays he was making out of structure we're off the charts. So uh, he's going to be a fascinating game that I do think will end up in the first round. Hey, Field, is it a slam dunk, though, speaking of the quarterbacks? Is it a slam dunk that, uh, that Caleb Williams is the first quarterback taken, or is there still some debate as to whether or not it'll be him or Drake May? Yeah, you know, and I think I've gotten to the point now where I've decided to, like, borderline eliminate that word from my draft vocabulary just because in 2018, you know, like, no one thought Baker Mayfield would be the first pick until, like, the day before the draft, right? So I guess if there's a Trevor Lawrence, he's going to go first overall. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying that Trevor has you know, shown in three years that he was as advertised coming into the NFL, but certainly has been, been a very good player for the Jaguars. I mean, they have a real chance for their second playoff appearance in three seasons with him. Um, so I don't know that I would go as far as saying a slam dunk. I do think, though, that 
the film has been the most impressive from him over the full body of work, which is now three seasons, one with Oklahoma, two with USC. He's a dynamic, I mean, dynamic athlete. Stuff he does outside of the pocket, on the run. I mean, the way he throws on the run, he looks like a player who's standing tall inside the pocket with no pressure while he's instead running to his left and throwing as a right-handed quarterback, which is not an easy thing to do. Uh, but people are going to certainly be allured by the sort of the, the built-in-a-lab look to Drake May. I mean, the guy's six foot three, 230 pounds, has an, he's a strike-throwing quarterback, had an awesome 2022 season. Jaden Daniels won the Heisman Trophy, absolutely electric. I thought his tape this year was the most impressive out of all of them. So I don't think it's a slam dunk, but I do think he is the deserved odds-on favor to go number one as of whatever it is, January 3rd right now. He called in to congratulate me, which is lovely. He's Field Yates, NFL you know, draft insider and fantasy football insider. So one more from me, and that's on Belichick. And I know you know Bill, and I know that's kind of how you broke in with covering the Patriots. Your, your best guess, and I know it would only be a guess now. What, what do you think happens with Belichick? Yeah, I'll say this. There's no question that's asked me more right now. Uh, with talking amongst friends, colleagues, you name it. And I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I think that, and I'd be in New York field. Um, I think Robert would be very capable in making this decision. Uh, I understand the production side of this business, and it has been uh, relative to the 20 years prior, a down, uh, what now, four seasons uh, for Bill Belichick uh, with one eight-win season, one seven-win season, a 10-win season, and then a four- or five-win season. Um, I know that Bill, Bel- Bill Belichick is responsible for, you know, the old Bill Parcells for uh, saying, uh, picking the groceries. Um, but you know, this team, uh, is so limited offensively, which you can put on the shoulders of Bill Belichick that winning much more than they have this year was unrealistic. I just would say that in the NFL, you don't know what door B is, right? So it sounds good to fire your coach and that's going to fix the problem until you realize the available pool of candidates. So um, I don't know where he ends up. I think that could say a very delicate decision because regardless of what your stance is on Bill Belichick, uh, the most accomplished head coach in NFL history, and that to me is indisputable. All right, Phil, last one for me. Uh, and this is, I'm a Jets fan, and so this season has been one of the most disappointing in the history of, of my fandom. Are you yep. at all surprised with the people that you talked to? How, how surprised were people that the Jets decided to just roll with Zach Wilson? Once Aaron went down. Yeah, I would say that uh, surprise. It, 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 it was surprised at the time, and it's only grown. And, you know, the Jets are going to have to live with this. I understand that um, a quarterback can perform differently in different circumstances. But the, 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 in this, I mean, just the fact that guys like Josh Dobbs and then later Joe Flacco had success to varying degrees. Obviously, the, you know, the, the clock struck midnight with Josh Dobbs that he's now back on the bench. Um, and the fact that, you know, obviously Joe Flacco, we'll see. But, you know, that's the one that I think really has people sort of curious about where things uh, or why things were settled on Zach so quickly. So um, is it a guarantee that if Joe Flacco came back, he would have, you know, brought this Jets offense to a different level of relevance? No, of course not. The offensive line still, you know, a major area of vulnerability right now. Um, I guess there was probably just a general – sort of curiosity as to why the Jets didn't at least explore a little bit more some of the available options. Um, not, you know, I don't know that, 
that would have solved all the issues, but there's at least some curiosity, and it obviously sets up what is a monumental year for everybody in 2024 because the Jets' messaging has been that Aaron will fix everything that has ailed us this year, and we shall see. I mean, a four-time MVP is usually a pretty good bet to get things back in line. You're the best, man. We really appreciate you. Name of the podcast, First Draft Podcast, and of course, Fantasy Focus, and you do that with Stefania and, uh, and Daniel, and, and appreciate you calling in and, and breaking down fantasy and, and more with us. So thanks so much, Field. Look forward to doing it again next year yeah. when I once again congratulate you for a dominant back-to-back championship. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. Happy New Year. See you guys. All right. Bye. That's Field Yates. And you won't hang my jersey in your house. What I do, what I do for you. What'd you do? Did you know that was coming? No. Did you expect it? Nope. Did it make you happy? Very. All right. Wh- who do you won't want me hang, to get on the show? Won't hang my jersey up. Well, what? what? Uh, no, no. I, I shouldn't have to tell you. You didn't have to tell me. Get Field Yates in the show. No. I surprised you. I went sneak attack. I went like I was going to Starbucks. So, <laughs> zigged and I zagged. Let me brought you a banana, yeah. and you still. I got you Field Yates right. and got your banana, mm-hmm. and still no jersey in the house. So let me ask you this now. If I could say a word right now, I would say it, but I would get kicked off the air. What's the, give me a rhyming no. word. Uh, lich? Yeah. Face. Witch. Yeah, face. Really? Yeah. So, RJ? Yes. Who, who, the genesis of Field joining the show was, how did that break down? It was Rick. Rick said, RJ, get this done, or Rick reached out to Field himself? Well, no, I can't reach out to Field Yates. I said, RJ, the only chance we get Field Yates on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he went, boo. <laughs> there we go. That's his response. <laughs> yeah. See? It's the kind of friend I am. You're a good friend. Yeah. No, I'm, the best I'm, friend. I'm also a good friend. But you're not capable of having best friends. What does that mean? Because you're cold and dark inside. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You think I'm broken? Yeah. I, I think you're broken. What, what is? Yeah, I think you know what that means. No, I, I really yeah, don't. You do. Spell it out. You're uh, you, broken. You think I'm, you think I'm broken? K-E-N. Yeah. Broken. How about Milo yesterday? I just got to tell this quick. This is a funny story. So he's doing his homework last night. He had hockey practice. Four, four hours. No, you, no. Can, you can tell whatever stories you like. So he's, but he's tired. You know, he's the whole day of school. He comes back and we got to go right to hockey. He comes home. He's got homework. So one of the assignments is, is now it's the new year. It's like he's got to write each day, like whatever the question is. And this one... The question was like, what What do you hope to accomplish in New Year? And it was something, we didn't know exactly what it was, but I, I would imagine it was something for school. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, math. I'm like, but you're already good at math. Like, why don't, maybe like your spelling. He goes, oh, I don't know, what do I need spelling for? I'm like, dude. He's like, I'm smart. I'm like, well, if you can't spell, you didn't Yeah, mean, but it's so easy now with spell check all over the place. No, I know, but he's writing. So he gets mad at me. And like, in order to like, to like, hey, dad, you're a jerk. He's like, I hope to accomplish with my spelling. Uh, no, I hope to improve my spelling because my dad doesn't think it's good. And I'm like, well, you can't write that. And I look at it. I'm like, dude, you can't you can't pass this in. And he's like, why? I was like, well, do you think you're good at spelling? He's like, well, I'm not bad. I'm like, you just spelled spelling, S-P-L-I-N-G, spling. Really? And you're, and you're telling me you don't need to work on your spelling? Yeah, maybe he really <laughs> should get. Like, he's like, yeah, whatever. And then finally we had to. But he so he blamed, like, he blamed he you. He blamed me. For like 15 minutes, he wouldn't do it. I'm like, dude, really? come on. We need to, like, you just spelled spelling spling. Like, we need, need did clearly need some improvement. But he that, was, like, fighting me every, every step of the way. It's not like he was S-P-E-L-I-N-G. No, it was spling. Right. And that's, I was like, how does, what does that say? He goes, spelling? I was like, oh, God. <laughs> that does not say spelling. You better get back to the drawing board, <laughs> yeah, that's huh? That's what I said. You should be quizzing him on uh, words. Like, I, we do. Ask me a word to spell. No. I'm a, I'm a no. very, this is not about word. you. Ask, everything's jersey. about me. My jersey. J E R S E Y. I got a great question for Stump Roth. Oh, is that right? Oh. RJ, you have a word for me to spell? Hippopotamus. Yeah. Oh. 
H-I-P-P. Hip-hop. 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 H-I-P-P-O-P-A-T-M-U-S. That's correct. Wow. RJ, you weren't here. He wasn't here when we had this conversation. What? Dave still doesn't think the hippopotamus is the most dangerous animal. Yeah, I did hear this. Yeah. See? The, the, the hippo, he, I he mean, said it, rhino. Yeah, but the, Rhino's he, terrifying. We, we talked about, I heard you guys talking about that, and I've talked about it with Dave. I mean, the hippo is it's aquatic. It can fight on land. Versatility through the roof. Very angry. Ornery. Yep. What more are you looking for? What, I mean, what else? I'm not saying that no the natural hippo predators. Not, not terrifying, but there are other animals which are... I, I I would yeah, but if I terrifying. None, none of them are messing with the no. Hippo. In the hung, there's a game Hungry Hungry Hippo, right? But, they, bring, but they they make the hing, the hippo into like a beloved figure yeah, in Hungry right. Hungry Hippo. It's eating things though. But I bring you into it's the eating thing. it's eating marbles. You know what I do? I wait for you the rhino to come to my my neck of the woods, which is the water, and then pff, drag yeah. you in. Done. Do you think that the hippo has an easy time with the rhino? Yes, easy in time in the water. Yeah, really light work in the water. Crocodiles can take down the, the hippo. No, though. Can't. Yes, they can. I read no about way. it. A ba- Giant maybe crocodiles. A ba- maybe a baby. I'm telling you. you, you just think that the, the hippo RJ, is this all know, the money, all five the money star you, prospect. There are other the, animals that can get in the way of the hippo. What was the fancy account he was talking about? This fancy account he was talking about that needs help. The with. hippo is Aaron Donald, Dave. Right. All the money you have, RJ, in the world. Hippo, full size hippo against a crocodile. Where are you putting the money? No, hippo, not even close. Not even close. Not even close, huh? Not even question. I mean, the crocodile, you get, it, you get the crocodile on land, and it's just it, it exposed it's all over stomp the place. Stomping. I mean, well, yeah, we're talking about like like linebackers that can't cover backs out of the backfield now. Like it's it's when you get the perfect momentum for the for the crocodile, I could see where, see your case, but I mean, you don't know the situation. You don't. What's know. momentum to a walking tank? No way. Yep. yep. All right. So all all the right. money's on the hippo. You wouldn't take the crocodile. No How about this? No, I wouldn't, but I, do? I don't think this is a slam dunk like I don't, you guys what we do. think it is. I'll dress up one day as a hippo, and you come dressed as a crocodile, and we'll see who, we'll see who wins. Well, you'd beat me because you're stronger than me. Right. Lions the, the will point. ambush the hippo at night when they when they leave the water to graze. Yeah, but you need multiple lions multiple to pull lions. that off. One yeah. lion is so you, you're telling me that the lion, the king of the entire yeah. jungle, couldn't take down a hippo? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. All the hippo has to get his mouth on that, that lion done. Snap it in half. Ten animals that can kill a hippo. No, there's no Boom. ten animals. We got di- a T-Rex. They don't, they don't, come on. Rhinoceros. Know? Right right there. Elephant. No. Elephant. <laughs> no. No. There's the no. elephant is a giant. I mean, I'm looking at the hippo. The hippo is 4,000 pounds. 4,000. 20 miles an hour. You understand that? <laughs> I'm not saying it's not elite. It lives, oh, it lives to 50 years old. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Veteran. <laughs> Honestly. So you get Well, who's going to win this battle? Well, this hippo is 41, so it's going to win. No, it makes no sense. The, the hippo, a 41-year-old hippo, that's what you want at the trade deadline. You right. want to bring in that, that kind of wise hippo. That hippo's been through some stuff. Eight animals that can kill the hippo. No, now it's the, eight. The elephant. Now it's eight. It the was rhinoceros. Ten, now it's eight. The lion. The Nile crocodile. I mean, there's many. No. What's so special about the Nile crocodile as opposed oh, it to rhymes. the crocodile? Are you it it rhymes. You don't want to mess with the Nile crocodile. That feels, Nile crocodile. Uh, uh, yeah, that feels very gimmicky. It's like the option offense. <laughs> yeah, right? For a while, it'll work. You have to fight in the Nile? Ronnie Brown, right? They run that, that wildcat <laughs> thing. It worked for a while. I think they won a division with that thing. And not for the 41-year-old rhino. He's been through it all. That's right. The 41-year-old rhino would look at the, the option no. offense and, and laugh. It's like the Belichick of rhinos. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.